in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to a special episode. I'm going to call it that because last night it was the 95th Academy Awards Oscar night. But more importantly, if I'm honest, no offence, Academy, no Mm. one's going to come for us anyway. Season one finale of The Last of Us. We got it. That's more important. Oh, yeah. We are breaking it all down, but I'm going to go through the agenda in just a second. The voice you just heard is co-host Connor T. How are we? Yeah, very well. Just come back from Disneyland Paris. Paris, yeah. How was it? Good fun. Yeah. Did you was it? Did you go just specifically for Disneyland Paris? Yeah. Yeah. A, I love uh, Disney. I'm sure we've mentioned a few times how much you do like Disney on this podcast, oh, so yeah. it's not a surprise. My name's Brad. I am your host. Uh, if you're a fan of the show or, for some reason, an unexplainable person that does like us, yeah, I think we're likable. Sorry. It does sue, sue me. Uh, then please leave us a review on your podcast app. It massively, massively helps us out and the show out. Uh, also, come and say hi over on Twitter at Wiggly Cut. About to hit 11K followers and have a great little community there. Uh, we've had some great chats today about The Last of Us. Some really good opinions that i may share Uh, on today's episode one of the hottest as i said shows on tv the last of the season finale and we of course are breaking it down easter eggs the score review the lot also bringing you the biggest snubs and dubs and moments from the oscars coming from connor t i'm here i'm pointing with two fingers really strange of me uh the punisher is back yeah that was fucking epic sorry to swear so early there'll be a few of those when we talk about it john burnfall is reprising his role as frank castle dead of a born again filming now and we've got some details on that that people may not know dcu uh new superman legacy movie director seems to be confirmed yep. star wars in the mud all right theatrically at least all right but <laughs> we shall be going in the new details that's released this week we've of course got the new trailers for super mario bros and the little mermaid and i need a breath because yeah, that is a... I didn't realise it was a stacked, but we're going to get through it nice and punchy for you. Mm. Uh, so all that's coming up and more. So for now, it's news, news, news. I did just swear, and I'm about to swear again, because it's Punisher time. Fuck. John Burnfall is back and will reprise his role as the Punisher in the MCU series Daredevil Born Again. It's currently filming in New York. Yeah. So... I think Marvel wanted to get ahead of this because it is filming outside, not just in New York, it's outside of the minute. And I think they're smart. And do you remember all the kerfuffle about Feige saying no more spoilers? They're, you know, gonna get on hot on that. So I think they've got do you think they've got ahead of this? Yeah, I think so, because you can try and stop people filming, but they can't you can't stop them. You know if they John Burnfall's walking about New York. I mean, you've seen all the, you know, penguin series at the minute. Yeah. I keep seeing Colin Farrell daily. Uh, Harley uh, Harley Quinn, Lady Gaga, so many images because that's filming outside at the minute. As you said, got ahead of it. Fair yeah. enough. Firstly, Con, initial reaction when this dropped because it hit like a shotgun. This, I was surprised. You were surprised? I, oh, I okay. was surprised. I'll tell you why. Because Disney Plus, Daredevil. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> you can see with Daredevil, you can see, okay, you can bring that, the Netflix Daredevil over. It's quite Even cool. though it was very dark, yeah, Netflix. But you can adapt that. Yeah. You can't adapt this. It's Punisher and that's it. It has to come straight over from Netflix and be exactly 100% the same. I don't know why I'm caught off guard by your question because I had it written down, but I am caught off guard. I'm just trying to think what to say. Uh, And I do agree. Yeah. Uh, The Punisher, 
if people disagree with that, that's completely fair enough. But I agree with Connor, and I think there was a different level of, I think they call it TV mature, not R-rated yeah. on series. So there was a different level of TV mature in The Punisher. Like the, the bit when he puts his thumbs in his eyeballs and stuff. Yeah. Like the stuff that happened on The Punisher was a lot more, I think, darker than, than Daredevil. So, yep. And I think for the most part, as cheesy as he was, did you think he worked in She-Hulk in some bits? Like there was even a hallway scene, do you remember? In, de- in uh, She-Hulk, yeah. Yeah, I think it works. So I th- I think it's more adaptable, so I do agree with you. Yeah, I think you can't give us John Berthold's Frank Castle and then say, actually, you're not having that. Here's another one. No, no, no. Okay, right. Well, uh, look, I, I do agree. I am very, very concerned about the Disney Plus sort of dark tone-ish they're going to have to avoid with him, so I do agree. Uh, but as I've said to many, many people that on our Twitter that have come up about this, take the win. Yeah. Look, someone was going to be Frank Castle Punisher in the MCU. Yeah. It was going to happen. We all needed it and wanted it to be John Burnfall. Take that win. Let's deal with the tone at a later date. Yeah, we'll deal with that later. Because I we've got a little bit to talk about later with, with Star Wars and Bob Iger. Because I don't know about you, I th- maybe I've got too much faith. Um, I think Kevin Feige and, and Marvel and Disney know their mistakes. Yeah, I think they do. Phase four... And even the beginning of Phase 5 Ant-Man Quantumania, all the things they're saying in interviews recently seem to be very self-aware of what's going on in terms of perception for the MCU. Yeah. I think with it filming, I just don't think they're going to fuck it. They can't. No, they can't afford it. They can't. But yeah, I, I agree. I think they know Phase 4 was shite. Or, or they're blindly doing it again and we're going to be sitting here in however many long time and slating it. I don't know. Yeah, and there'll be another Bob coming in, <laughs> taking over the helm. Bob, bloody... Bob Ross. Bob, get get uh, Bob Ross in. God rest yourself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but as you said the other day on text, any Bob will do. Any Bob will do. Any Bob will do. Uh, right. We have some more details, so stay tuned. Dead of a Born Again series. It appears Foggy Nelson and Karen Page will be recast. And in my opinion, the most annoying thing that came out was that Vanessa has been recast already. Mm. Why on earth, Vanessa? Yeah, I know. That, that's the worst one. Because I like... When, when this was announced, I said I really hope they bring... Foggy Page. I love Foggy. And I thought the character was perfect. I love Foggy. Yeah, yeah. I the Mighty Ducks fella. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Mighty Ducks boy. Yeah, Mighty Ducks boy. But I can take that, Rico. I don't care yeah. about it, really. But Vanessa was fantastic. <sighs> they worked. Ridiculous chemistry yeah. between Vincent D'Onofrio and Vanessa, Vanessa. as you used to always say. Never sat normal. <laughs> but yeah, and the same with Karen Page. She was brilliant. Uh, Deborah Ann Wall. Yeah. She was fantastic. Was that me? Do no. apologise. It, it was you. Oh, how yeah, rude of me. Yeah, it wasn't um, me. So, Deborah Ann Wall. Yeah, she was great. She yeah. had good chemistry with Charlie Cox, but they weren't together at the end of season three. So yeah. it's not like there was unexplored shit, in my opinion, but they were fantastic and it's a shame. Yeah. Like, Vanessa's killed me. Yes, and it is annoying. I don't know why they do it. It's kind of much on. I don't get it. I don't, the, the person who's been cast, good luck to her. I can't remember her name. Obviously, we'll be, you know, uh, reviewing you. So good luck. But yeah, it's a bittersweet, but the main thing, you're just happy you've got. You know, Vincent D'Onofrio, Charlie Cox, and John Burnfall. Yeah, take the that you said. Are we being greedy? Take the little wins. Take the, take we're the gonna little, be greedy later. We got the big things, and let's just move on. Right, something to interest you. Um, did you read about the director this week for the pilot episode? Oh, I didn't read it, but I read it about two minutes before we come on. <laughs> okay, there <laughs> you go. Then. So uh, I'm going to go for the second name. I assume it's Italian. Michael Chiesta. Good. Um, he is a famed director from Dexter and Homeland. Uh, he has been confirmed to pilot, no, sorry, to direct the pilot of Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. Now, does that bode well? I think it sets a tone. Well, 
if you are doing MCU cheesy comedy, yeah, why would you go and get a, a terrorist program director and a serial killer? Yeah, Homeland was hectic as well. Yeah. Every time it was just mad. Someone's going on there, someone's going on there. And then Dexy got, like you said, serial killer. So, you look, maybe we're reading too much into it. Mm. Directors do all sorts, but that bodes well, in my opinion. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, is he going to bring donuts like that? <laughs> I'm sorry. That. You could kill who you want. If you're bringing donuts every morning, Dexter, do, yeah, do, do you want. what you want and you're killing bad guys. So in my opinion, what a fantastic man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the end of our little wrap up of Daredevil Born Again. We're now moving over to DC Pond where Tom King may be killed. Yes. Let's just go through it. Right. And what I mean by that, DC writer Tom King seems to have accidentally confirmed that James Gunn is not only writing 2025 Superman legacy movie, but will direct it as well. Jesus. The video is Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the video that seemed really genuine, God by the way. The video has been taken down mm. but not been debunked, which seemed and it makes sense. So I think he's been a naughty boy yeah. and jumped the gun. Good. Yeah, that's right. I didn't yeah. actually write that down. That was in my head. That's good. Uh so what is your thoughts on this? One, is Tom King alive? And two, what do you think about James Gunn directed? Uh Tom King's in a hole somewhere. <laughs> The rule is, if if it's about your boss, yeah. just probably don't say anything. Yeah, just Let leave them it. say yeah. it. Because you're, you're just his little puppet, man. Surely you know as well that it's not been confirmed yeah. a director yet of the new Super... Anyway, Tom King, good luck to you. Yeah. If um, you're alive. We covered this on a few podcasts ago. I can't remember when. And I wasn't sure. Thinking, of, thinking about it, James Gunn's perfect to direct this. Why do you think he's perfect? We need a big start. Yeah. We have to have a big start. If he's writing it, it's his style... It's like me doing a drawing and saying, can you colour it in? Yeah. And seeing it going, oh, that's shit, I don't want that. Yeah, two minds and melding into it. James Gunn knows exactly what he wants from this project. It's so vital, as we've said many, many times on this podcast. Yep. That Superman Legacy movie needs to be great. If it's not, it's going to get picked apart to the bones. And James Gunn does, I agree, it seems the perfect way to go. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Uh, I'm sure. I reckon that'll be confirmed soon. And I think, yeah, I think we're probably looking at you know Comic Con for the actual re- reveal of who Clark Kent's going to be. But for now, I think you can safely say he's directing. Here's a question for you. Go. If it's Austin Butler, what are you doing? <laughs> are you happy? Um, wow. Well, look, we. I can't remember. We fan casted him for another role, and I cannot remember what it was. Yeah, we did. It wasn't Superman though, and we fan casted him for another role, and we said, look. Look at all these actors that the Hollywood diet can be done by anyone. They can bulk up. Yeah. He's clearly an amazing actor. He's now doing something dark with June part two coming later this year. So would I be happy with Austin Butler? Uh, as long as he didn't break out in song and he'd have to get rid of the Elvis. I'm waving. I can't actually see this. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, going to shop. Um, I can't actually. Uh, can you see through that window? Yeah. Very, I've got very terrible slightly. eyes, man. That's really worrying me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see a thing. All I can see is you. <laughs> anyway. My big head. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. I'd, look, probably not. I'm going to say no, I wouldn't be happy, but yeah. I don't know why I would. Wouldn't be. Yeah, it's true. I think it's He doesn't look like Clark Kent. No, no way. He doesn't look like a six foot three farm boy, tall, dark, handsome to me. But he gets in character, the boy. Yeah, he does get in character. <laughs> he take that control a bit too on. much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay, good question, that. Yeah. What did you think of that for? Because of the Oscars, and I thought okay. he walks away. Well, we'll get onto it, but yeah, just was a good question. Yeah, uh, fresh snub. We'll get onto it. Fair enough. Right, we're coming to an end of the news, news, news segment. So we're just going to end with a little chat here. Uh, good question. I've got to come in, uh, coming to Connor in a second. So Variety have reported that not only Patty Jenkins, t- uh, <laughs> <laughs> but again, no, I'm joking. 
I'm joking, Patty. But no, I'm not joking. No, we're not your biggest fans. <laughs> uh, but Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie is not moving forward as well. Uh, Taika Waititi's new Star Wars movie is, however, going ahead, uh, and that's most likely to be the next. Now, I know you're not... Tell me if you are or if you're not. Are you a big Star Wars fan? I'm a fan. Fan, yeah. yeah I think you're like me. I, I wouldn't call myself a big Star Wars fan, but I'm a fan. Yeah. But you are a big movie fan. A big movie fan. Well, I hope so. Otherwise, what are we doing this podcast for? Press the buttons. <laughs> That's what I meant. I just like pressing buttons. <laughs> anyway, we are doing the podcast. He's a movie fan. Yep. Um, my question to you is, is it, is it just really strange how absent Star Wars is from theatrical sort of cinema at the minute? Because other than maybe the MCU, maybe... Harry, no, I think it's probably the second. I think it is, if I remember rightly. It's the second biggest IP in terms of money-making. Yeah. And probably the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, in terms of fan base. Yeah. Why is it so absent? Yeah, it's weird. It's not they're being carried by Mando. We do know, by the way, we're leading somewhere. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're being carried by Mando at the moment. Yeah. And I think they're just. I still think there is a reluctance to get away from the Skywalker. Still, yeah, I do think, and I think they're because they could have made loads of projects, but they just won't do it. That's very true. I didn't expect you to say that, but I haven't seen any evidence. Yeah. Other other than um, well, no, not TV because Luke Skywalker showed up in that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyway, you may be absolutely right there. They need to step away, yep. but in what direction? Anyway, it's all going sort of wrong at the minute with Star Wars. Um, in the inside bit, of Bob Iger's not happy. Yeah. Um, he come out on a, a sort of a reason. I think it was last week actually, a, a, like a, a customer calling thing, um, and revealed that it's basically a mess. Um, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy, who's the Kevin Feige there, I think she's imminently, you know, going to be either sacked or parted ways. Yeah. Uh, this has been going on a while, by the way. So, you know, you're thinking, oh, we've heard it all before. But I do think Star Wars is in a really bad place right now. Yeah. Um, I think I put in the chat the other day, I think it's seven movies since 2019 that have been confirmed. Yeah. And not one of them is moving forward. That's not good. That's so bad. And now the only one moving forward is Taika Waititi, who hasn't got a lot of grace at the minute with fans. Yeah, this man won't go away. He just won't know. go away, will he? Uh, so, yeah, not sure. Do you see any similarities with DC? Yeah, not, I thought, yeah, not James Gunn's DCU now because we were sort of getting somewhere. But DC, massive IP, Star Wars, massive IP, and yeah. nothing ever. Just there was no plan or yeah, mismanaged. There's no, one, there's no one steering the ship, and it's like there's a hesitance to to make stuff because they're scared. Maybe Star Wars is just too scared. Bang on. Scared Sorry if fans. you heard that massive click there, but that was <laughs> absolutely bang on. I yeah. agree with that. They're scared of the fans. I think if this is shit, we're in trouble. Shit, <laughs> the fans. No, no, are, no, yeah. I, I agree with you because they are. It, Who's the most toxic fan base? Yeah, Star Wars. I, I think it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's a really good point. I think they are shitting themselves yeah. in what to release because it's like only going to damage the brand a bit. What maybe why DC decided, obviously, to can the Batgirl film. Yeah. Some things just you know you need to start from fresh, and I think that's exactly what Star Wars need. So my last question to end it with you: What about John Favreau and Dave Filoni? Take Give them the keys. They know everything about Star Wars. Dave Filoni, by the way, for people that you must know, Dave Filoni is George Lucas's protege. Yeah. That's what he's been for years. John Favreau is the big, massive movie director, producer that's got all the experience yeah. and plus also knows a lot about Star Wars. So give them the keys. Let them do it. 
Mando has not let us down. Yeah, nothing. Bring do a film with Mando. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. I, I'll take that all day long. All day long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and obviously they created him as well. It's an original character. I'm sure it is, isn't it? It's not part oh. of a comic book, Mando. Yeah, it is. So they they have the skills to not only do something successful and world world renowned and loved. They can also create an original character. Yeah. When you'd think anything that gets created in Star Wars is like boo. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah, no that's way. shit. Dirty. Uh, anyway. We'll move away from Star Wars, but we just wanted to uh, sort of throw that in there and hopefully Star Wars can sort their shit out because although we're not massive fans, we are fans and we're movie fans and Star Wars sh- Star Wars should be like Marvel. There should be events. Yeah. There should be, you know, leading up to big, um, you know, multi-movie events and it should not be absent for this long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we should, we should be. I should be a bigger fan of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly that. So good luck, Kathleen Kennedy. Okay, now it's time for trailers. Right, Connor, you're going to do your best to tell me what wins the fight out of these two. It's a very one-sided fight. Yeah. But Super Mario Bros. movie dropped its final trailer, and the Little Mermaid live-action remake dropped its trailer at the Oscars, its new one. Yeah. Um, first of all, what's the better trailer? Just say it. Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. Do you know them red shells and Super Mario? That's just following Little Mermaid around. Eventually, it's got to get it. It's just no running away. <laughs> it's got to get it. Yeah, uh, yeah completely agree. Uh, okay, let's now let's delve into them a little bit more. Let's start with the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking here? Because you're again. Yeah. We've said it. Big Disney fan. Yeah, I I do think I will be okay with the film. I don't think I'm going to. This is going to be shit. Blah, blah, blah. It's colourful. The song. I like the songs in Little Mermaid. So I do think it will be f- fine. I don't think it'd be like Pinocchio where it's a shit or Dumbo mm. live action, which was a bit pants. Yeah. Um, it'll be like Lady in the Tramp, which is okay. Yeah. My problem is... Here we go. It's, it's a mermaid. It's, it's not real. Oh, is it a mermaid? Yeah, I don't even know. It's a mermaid. <laughs> is she big? No, she's quite little. Oh, <laughs> right. she's little, right. Got you. But mermaids, I mean, they might be real. We don't know, but yeah. they're probably not. Yeah. The crabs, the, the, uh, Sebastian the crab and the fish, not the fish, the bird, the white yeah. bird, don't know what his name is. They could have just done that cartoon style and made it look like a Disney cartoon. I see what you mean. They've gone really realistic on one aspect, yeah. but scaled it down on another. Yeah, I know what so you it's mean. Like, it's like, it was a crab, and I thought, what the fuck is this crab speaking? And I was like, oh, that's Sebastian. Yeah. So I don't like that aspect, but I think it's going to be okay, but maybe stop doing these live actions. Okay, I think that's fair. Well, I agree with you, but they're not going to, because, I, I mean, you look at them, even The Lion King, which I thought was a really poor remake, Yeah, made a billion, Aladdin made a billion. They all, they all just make absolute bank bro yeah, <laughs> so Aladdin's the best one Aladdin is the best Poor one bloke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, Mina Masood isn't it yeah, yeah. Um, anyway still haven't seen him in anything actually no, I, I legit so haven't seen him in anything he's such a bad he was brilliant yeah. do Aladdin 2 then yeah give him because they keep talking about Aladdin 2 but I don't know what's going on with it well Will Smith maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheers Will uh, anyway so I agree with you there um, I, in the words of Thanos after rewatching that trailer I think I judged it too harshly. Mm. Um, it looked okay. It didn't look yeah. bad. I thought it looked bad when I watched it live at the Oscars, but I was tired. It was late in the UK. But I just think it probably looks one of the most Disney-ish, Disney-ist Disney remakes. Could, yeah. It looks like a Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they've hit that now. So they've hit that now. Um, she can bloody sing, so that's one aspect. Um, Javier Bardem is in it. I didn't even know he was. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Maybe I did. Melissa McCarthy, although I'm not a fan of her, I thought the laugh and that, I thought she was quite spot on. Yeah, I thought she looked, yeah. Um, she's fit for the role, so. <laughs> I'm a cool, she's fit, all right. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
Yeah, so, I mean, we'll leave it at that, maybe. Yeah. And now move on to Super Mario Bros. movie, yeah, which just yeah. looks fucking brilliant. Yeah. Go, talk to me. I am really happy with the way they've gone, um, the direction they've gone with this film. Because I thought Princess Peach would get taken by Bowser. Yeah. And they've got to save her, blah, 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 that whole story. Which is the game story. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's Luigi that's been yes. taken. Yeah. Because I think it's, one, it's hard to worm Luigi into the games. Because you don't really play, play him in the games. You yeah. do two player or whatnot, but... This is better. It's a better start. It's a bit like why people praised Frozen and stuff like that. Yeah. Although I know people can call it woke, etc. But it's a, it's just a different story rather than just you know Prince Charming and, and Princess. Yeah. And same with this one. It's about two best mates. Um. So I quite like the different spin on it. Whether yeah. they was doing it for, well, we can't have a woman being saved again. It's not. That's not very twenty twenty three. Yeah. Whether they were doing that, I don't really care. It. But I agree with you. I like the fact that Luigi's been taken. It, it just works. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I just think this. The humor looks spot on. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant, Chris Pratt. Yeah, all right, it's strange as not an Italian actor. That's never going to go away. But he hasn't put a foot wrong in these trailers. Yeah, I'm kind of over that now. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care. I'm well over it. Yeah. I'm well over it. Okay. Uh, do you just want to end it by just talking about, because you love Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, how good does Mario Kart look oh, in it? So the, the first bit is the games, the old Super Mario Bro games, where they're jumping on the things to a T. And then we're on Rainbow Road in Mario Kart. And he gets the shell. You see the little bullet bombs? And the green shell, when he hits the car and it spins him out, oh, it's just... Absolutely everything you want from the brilliant. game is, is in this yeah. film. Uh, Jack Black just looks like he's going to be a great villain. Yeah. Uh, funny as well. Uh, and, and the animation, just the, the big scale world of it all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully, either the trailers are absolutely brilliant and have fooled us, and it's shite. Yep. Or it is going to be an absolute banger, and I can't wait for it. It's gonna, I think it's going to be knockout. I do. April 5th, we mentioned on last week's episode... It got brought forward two days, and the final trailer is on our Twitter at Weekly Cut. Okay, watch so what are you doing? Well, no, no. Watch this. Or if you've got another phone, maybe you're really cool and you've got two phones. Double it, yeah. Double it Or, up. or a drug dealer. Drug dealer <laughs> as well. Yeah, if you don't be a drug dealer. Actually, maybe you should stop listening. If you're that guy. But actually, yeah. no, yeah. Enjoy it. Be high. <laughs> yeah, just listen to us as well. Just don't, don't do drugs, kids. But... Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. But yeah, if you've got two phones, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, or after. It's up to you. Uh, now, it's time for what I've been waiting for. I am excited for the Oscar roundup. Always do love it. But the Last of Us finale, Connor's drank a bit of water there. Wet, wet the whistle. Yep. Wet the whistle. Uh, right. Spoilers ahead for people. It is a full um, breakdown going through the story. Love it. Love that. That's enough. Yeah. You know now. Right. right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that is the spoiler warning. We're going through the actual synopsis and the plot, stopping in certain scenes. There's only there's only a few sort of big scenes in this one. And although that makes it sound weird for a finale... Uh, I think we were big fans of it. Yeah, yeah. We were. Um, we'll talk about gripes at the end, season ratings as well, good, mm. the bad, the ugly. Um, right, so the episode, Connor T, opens up with a pregnant and breathless woman sprinting through the woods. The infected are hot on her towel. Yeah. Love that, the, the sort of the screaming in the, the distance, etc. Uh, the woman bursts into a house calling for help, but nobody is there. In great timing, brilliant, uh, her water breaks. Yeah. Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> exactly what's needed. The baby is coming inside an empty room. She props up a chair against the door, grits her teeth, and pushes through the contractions. But an infected woman has tracked her to the house. Now, stop here for a second. Mm. This was the acting, the scenery, everything. This scene was excruciating. I actually was really embarrassing for me because I'm I sort of like to think that I can watch stuff like yeah. that are like quite gritty and horrible. I nearly had to look like the, the pain this woman was giving off. Yeah. 
Uh, I just, what did you think? I thought it was brilliant. It was a powerful scene. Very it was powerful. really cool, and it was intense from the minute go. Yeah, it was intense. In, My one little gripe was yeah. not with the show. Yeah, yeah, with Sky, because on the synopsis they put exactly this scene on the the did first. They? Yeah, what's oh well, well so it's like a, a pregnant woman is trying to escape. So fucking uh, leave it. Let me press play, yeah. Sky. <laughs> Jesus I'll, I'll see Christ! But uh, yeah, this scene was great. It reminded me a lot of remember a quiet place with Emily Blunt in the bath. Oh, yeah. When she's pregnant and she's got there's something in the house and she's got to be quiet. It was like yeah. that level of intense off was really, really powerful. Uh, and first Easter egg for us. Mm. Something of note. Did you recognise the lady? I did. Yeah, good man. Yeah, but I only because of you. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Go for it. Do you want to say who it is? So it is Ellie from The Game. It is, yeah. Ellie Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Really good. They've been brilliant. Yeah. HBO, Last of Us series. There's been so many people you might not have. Obviously, we know um, the, the character James last week was played by Troy Baker who is Joel's voice in the game this week, as Connor rightfully said, Ashley Johnson is Ellie's mum in this. Yeah. Um, even at the end, and we'll get towards the end scene, mm-hmm. the one of the nurses is a voice actor for the character Abby in episode, in season two, uh, The Last of Us Part Two. Oh. So uh, the, uh, Marlene is the actual voice actor. Oh, Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. Oh, I think you told me that. Yeah. yeah. So they've been really good here. This is good, yeah. Uh, so I love it. And, and she's a brilliant actress. Really, really Jesus, good. Jesus, well done, Ashley. Someone pointed out on Twitter, one on our Twitter, someone else's. Yeah. Um, it's like the old Ellie giving birth to the new generation, Ellie. Oh, I like that. It's cool. Brilliant. And it was also a, sort of a, a really good touch. She gave birth underneath. I don't know if you saw, there was a tree on the background of the, the sort of the wall she was giving birth. Oh, yeah. So and the roots were going down, and obviously with the cordyceps and stuff like that, it was a really, really good sort of cinema, not cinematography, just really good sort of effects and just yeah. loved it. Right, so she readies her switchblade. Good, that's good. good. Yeah. yeah, That wasn't a soundbite, that was me. He's actually got a knife in his hand. Connor, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> please. Uh, anyway, uh, as the door bursts open and a shrieking creature tornadoes in, they wrestle as the baby pushes out of her body Jesus Christ. And the woman is able to kill the thing with a stab to the side of its head. Mm. In the silence, we see the baby has arrived in a mess of blood and amniotic fluid. Yeah. She cuts the umbilical cord with her blade, then picks up the crying child and says, yeah, tell him. You fucking tell him, Ellie. Yeah, so now like we Ellie. know. Yeah. So it's Ellie. Did you know at this point, I didn't really know what was going on. I just thought it was an intense scene going on. Yeah. First of all, when the scene first started, I thought I was watching the wrong show. I won't lie to you. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was like Handmaid's Tale or something yeah. like that. What were watching? It actually did give a Handmaid's Tale yeah. effect, yeah. But then when she said that, I was like, oh, okay. You got are. it. So now we notice the flashback of around 14 years ago showing Ellie's birth. Marlene then shows up and Ellie is handed to her by the woman and asked to take Ellie safe to Boston and for Marlene to kill her. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, Marlene. How much do you want from here? Uh, anyway, Marlene struggles because they they used to be nurses, I think, before or something like that. They seem really close and yeah. known since they were kids, but finds the strength to ruthless, ruthlessly pop one in her head. Yeah, I, I tried to be cool there and it didn't come off well, but popped in her head. Fresh pop, shot her. <laughs> yeah, shot, yeah, square between the eyes. Shot the whole scene and sequence was just, uh, just brilliant. Again, if Ashley Johnson's acting. Uh, Marlene's acting, uh, the the sort of tense nature of it all, the fact that it felt like she was a new hope. Yeah, this babe. <coughs> Jesus Christ! I'm not. It's like up. I'm crying over it. He's running up. There's loads of tears in his. It was cool. Tissue. It was a cool. Oh Jesus! I've got a blade in my hand. I'm crying. <laughs> Connor might be in danger. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, anyway, what did you think of the scene before we move on? Just brilliant. So it? good. And I, I got the impression as well 
that Marlene said she wouldn't, because Marlene says she wouldn't kill her, yeah. first of all. And I think she told her that so she wouldn't expect to then get the bullet, because it's quite tense when oh, you okay. can count down. Because then she just says, cover the baby's ears, turns around. I like, quite like that interpretation of it. Yeah, I like it. That's how I take it. That's how you take it. Yeah. Uh, right, so uh, one thing I also really liked that, my... F- I don't want to say my favourite part of this series, but something that I think was such a good touch away from the games was the flashback starts. So do you remember the Indonesian doctor, the talk show at the beginning, episode one? It feels so long ago. It feels so long ago, or nine weeks ago now, but but they were so intense and horrifying and a way to bring more to the backstory without going back for too long. And this was a little bit like that, and I loved it. Um, So yeah, brilliant. Really worked. So, we then cut to present day and Ellie is struggling mentally with the effects from the previous episode and her encounter with David. Yeah. Bloody dude, man. Disgusting. Uh, Disgusting. While cutting through a building in Salt Lake City, they enjoy a moment in unexpected beauty when stumbling upon a free-roaming giraffe. Yeah. How big was that giraffe, by the way? It was massive. (laughs) There were about 17 flights of stairs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, actually. As the cordyceps mutated this giraffe yeah. into be a, a, a building-sized giraffe. I don't huge. know. But yeah, it was huge. Uh, anyway, beautiful moment. You must remember it from the game. You recently replayed the game. Yeah. So, Everyone who plays the game mentions that bit about the yeah. giraffe. So did it do well in comparison to the game? Yeah. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Well, you can't moan then, Gun, can you? It was nice. Uh, so it munching on the old vegetation growing around a blown-out portion of the wall. They feed the draft, and Joel is thrilled to see Ellie smiling again. Yeah, Ellie's little laugh. It's yeah, it brilliant. was nice, wasn't it? Again, Bella Ramsey props to you. Really, really good. Yeah, but this was Joel's episode. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to get to you, Joel. Don't you worry. Um, a sign that goofy, headstrong kid he grew to love is still there somewhere inside Ellie, although yeah. she's been through a lot and it's taken a toll. Anyway, so what I want to say here is: Did you ever play Boggle? <laughs> I never played Boggle. I don't think I've played Boggle before. I'm not gonna lie, I don't I mean this in the nicest way. If anyone was I know were to have played Boggle, I did think it would be you. Probably be me. Yeah. Uh, I've never played it and obviously Joel finds it and I'm like, Do you know what? I hear this bloody game all the time and I'm just know it's a word game. Yeah, I think I know how to play it. Oh you do? So you, it's like the, it's a dome and you press the dome. Well you shout Boggle. No, I think you oh, press right. the dome and then like all letters appear. Right, gotcha. and make a word. Well like countdown. I think it's kind of okay, like that, yeah. Fair enough. We, we're not going to play it, Con, so... I don't think they should play put it. Put it away, Con. <laughs> sure. Put, put Boggle away. Uh, anyway, yeah, just really, really sweet moment. Um, Joel doesn't want to lose that version of her. He knows the horrors they're endured are starting to take their toll. As they stare out in the city, he tells her, we can forget about this whole damn thing and go back to Tommy and Maria. Mm. They have credible in chemistry. Uh, incredible chemistry, sorry, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you think they've just nailed it perfectly them two? Oh, spot on. Yeah, yeah it is spot on. I, I don't want to see that end. No. No, I completely agree. Um, and I think people have know what we're talking about there. Yeah. Uh, really starting to see the contrast difference between the sort of rude, horrible Joel at the beginning that was heartless, didn't want to, only, you know, was only serving a purpose by doing you know, Ellie across country, etc. And yeah. now it's like he's what he was pre-apocalypse. Yeah. He's really nice. He's trying to be jokey, um, you know, opening up, trying to be caring. Just think it's incredible how they've done that in nine weeks. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, after anything I've, after, sorry, this is now uh, Ellie speaking. After everything I've been through, everything I've done, it can't be for nothing. The memory of killing David, no doubt, by the way, fresh in her mind. She says when they're done at the hospital, she'll follow him wherever he goes. 
which yeah. was lovely. That's really nice. That was really nice. Yeah. They do belong together, let's just put it out. Uh, she then says, but there's no halfway with this. We finish what we started. Strong. Joel reluctantly agrees. Uh, now, just after this, he sits down with Ellie and tells her about that scar on his head. And I thought it was brilliant. Did, was that part of the game, do you remember? So basically, remember mm. he told the story, I want to say episode, I think it was Bill and Frank episode. In episode three, he told the story about the soldier that shot, she asked about the scar on his head. Oh, yeah. And he says, oh, this guy missed. Yeah. And we didn't really, that was it. That's all he said about it. Now, fast forward, he tells her that he was the guy that missed. Yeah. So he's in a failed attempt of, of suicide. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I think it, I can't remember. I think it does say in the game. Does it? I think they do. It I, seems quite a big thing. I would have thought it would I be in the game. Through, but that was cool. Yeah. It really, just shows his mindset. Yeah, exactly that. that. And and also, again, he's opening up. Yeah, it's, it's the open book. And bloody speak, people. If you've got problems, yeah. you got to speak. Yeah. Joel spoke. And if he can, you can. Speak to us if you want. So this is the time I'd like to offer our services of a uh, psychiatrist, if you speak with Connor. Uh, anyway, right. They lighten the mood with puns as they resume their journey to the hospital, but their good time is interrupted by a... I'm going to say you're our weapons expert for no apparent reason. Yeah, okay. Flashbang? Gas bomb? What What are they hit? They're hit with something from the Firefly crew. What? Because it, it seems more than a flashbang. I think, I think it's a stun grenade. Ooh. Yeah, because the flash there's no flash. I'm saying, I think you I'm might have it. They look stunned. Yeah, the worst thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, Connor's our weapon weapon expert from now on, so we're coming to you on all things weapon related. Uh, so they're hit with a stun grenade. Yep. Um, now he wakes to, to this is Joel by the way. He wakes to the face of Marlene, who apologizes as the patrol didn't know who they were. Joel instantly asks about Ellie, and Marlene informs him. Informs him she's been prepped for surgery yeah. and explains to Joel why Ellie is immune. Now, I need your help. Mm. I, I'm gonna be, I think you're smarter than me, so again, we're coming to you here Maybe for the know. scientific <laughs> aspects. So, this part to me is like Marvel's Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Let on. me explain, Goddard. Go right, so in, you know, the, the whole point of Daywalker and, and Blade is he's she's pregnant, Blade's mum, yeah. and she gets bit. And yep. he's in her, of course. That's how the birthing works. How, you know yes, about that? how babies come. You know yep. about that. Um, so that's how he's got sort of the effects, and he can do the things that vampires can do. But he, he's sort of mutated a little bit, and that's why he can be in the sun. Yeah. Hence Daywalker. So what's happening here then? Because the umbilical cord was still attached mm. when she was bit, it's the cordyceps works their way in, but because they were, it's different, and it was Ellie was born with it. It's sort of been managed and mutated in her, and it's fine. She's immune. Yeah, I assume, yeah, because the body doesn't know any different. That's it. Thinking, well, this is normal. Let's just add to it. She says so something along the lines of the cordyceps are sort of tricked into thinking she is already. Yeah. So why would then, if if cordyceps get in her, they go, oh no, no worries, we've got some in here. Yeah, ca- carry on. <laughs> We're off out somewhere else. Yeah. So that I think is it. So if I we, think so. If we've got that wrong, blame Connor. He's our weapon and medical scientist. Scientist, medical expert. <laughs> Cheers, Connor. Uh, right, so that's what we're going with. Uh, for the surgeons to remove her, remove the mutation and study it, make a vaccine, etc., and do all the cell stuff, it will kill Ellie. Mm. Now, Marlene promises no pain will come to her. Uh, now, do you want to explain? It's here. Yeah. It's the scene. Yeah. I'm throwing this completely over to you. I've made no notes. It's all up in my memory. Uh, now, Connor's going to explain the scene called Joel's Rampage. Yeah. 
And rightly fucking so. Yeah. Uh, Joel is not about to let this happen. Let's go for it. What happens, Con? So he's being escorted out of the hospital. Marlene yeah. tells him, take his backpack, leave him on a bridge, and just, if he does anything, kill him. That's it. Basically. She does, indeed. So now we know what Marlene's about. Yeah. Know her intentions. He's being escorted down some stairs. Stop. Keeps stopping. Yeah. And he stops and just attacks the two, two guards with guns, kills them both brutally. Yeah. Stabs them. And it keeps cutting back to their faces on the floor. Really? It's really like, disturbing. I, I don't know if that's something to do with the game. Again, I, I, I can't remember playing it all those years ago. But you are right. Even when he stabs him in the last episode in the neck when he's really injured. Yeah. And it zooms right in on yeah. the kid's face. But yeah. So one of the kill. And then the scene just changes completely. There's no speaking. There's no sounds. There's just the music playing. I'm coming for the sound of bullets. There it's just, it's, yeah, no, it's just horrible yeah. gunfire. It's just gunfire and music and Joel just walking and just killing everybody he sees. The way they drop is like, do you know when you watch like TikTok and see yeah. people get shot and they just drop like they proper, like the battery being shot. Uncomfortably realistic. Yeah, mm. yeah. And there's one that took me by surprise where the geese just drops. I was like, Jesus Christ. Even one of them surrenders. Yeah, kills one him. of them goes. Uh, no, that that's fine. I uh, puts the gun down and he just shoots him. Yeah, dead. Uh, he just works through the hospital. This just everybody. I can't explain. It's a really weird one. I want, I'm thinking law abiding. It's law abiding citizen. I'm thinking yeah. things like that where it's wrong what he's doing. We know that, but for some reason, because we've just spent this journey with him, we know he's this. What he's, he's doing an evil act. Yeah. He is. Why are we? Why am I cheering this? I'm. I want him to do this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just think this shows exactly what he will do to the lengths of Ellie. It's his daughter now. Yeah. You don't mess with daddy's daughter. Daddy's, daddy's daddy. Here. Is daddy. Yeah. And we get to the, are we, the, are we in the main bit yet? Are we in the, the room? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So he gets, it, one thing I really liked about the scene, you know, when he's been escorted down the stairs or somewhere. Yeah. He stops and looks at the map of the yes. floors and he sees the pediatric surgery where he assumes they've taken uh, Ellie. But yeah. We then, after he's killed a small platoon, yeah, go. So he's in the room, the surgery room. Ellie's just been put under. Yeah, that's something to note. She's now she's under anaesthetics, wherever it is. Yes. Um, the doctor he says unhook her with a gun thingy. Yeah. The doctor says you're not taking her. Does he say I haven't got time for this? Was that to the doctor? Or no, he else? says it to the person before he kill, shoots him in the, on the stairwell. Yes. He says that. Yeah. Um, so he gets to the doctor. And he says, the doctor says you're not taking her. Joel lifts his gun and just shoots him square in the head. Uh, that's directly from the game. Yeah, that is directly Which, from the game. This is no spoiler. This is no spoiler or anything like that. But that obviously has big ramifications because we, for anyone that knows who that man is, who he's just killed. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah, absolutely zero spoilers. But do your big, if you want to. big, yeah. Do if you want to do it. It's not us. The weekly cut. I've not done anything to you here. But that is a big moment that will proceed in season two. It's been uh, on Twitter as well. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Uh, so yeah. That was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to pop off the two nurses. Because you can in the game, apparently. Oh, can you? Apparently, you, if you wanted to. You could show. I would. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you, we've just played Hoggle's Legacy, and he is a slivery. Yeah, I would. Uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, Connor's just, I, I don't, I can't really sum that up any better. Yeah. Ruthless. Um, I actually was, like, my jaw dropped at certain times across this scene. Yeah. Uh, in a good way. But it was extremely evil but also extremely emotional and fit into the character because we know that's who he is. Yep. And he's got two sides now. He's aware of the world and he's trying to protect Ellie from it, but he will go to unreal lengths. That's the scene. Like Joe in Game of Thrones, um, the dark, was it the long night? The yes. Dark night, when Arya Stark kills, night, yeah. uh, kills the main night guy. Night King, yeah. yeah. 
that's a scene where you can just rewatch that scene and enjoy it again. This scene again, you can just rewatch. Really, that. really, really weird. You said that as I watched it last night. Did you? Who does the score in that scene again? Well, in the Night King. Yeah. Uh, Ramjan Dewar Jawani, I think his it's name is. absolutely astonishing. Yeah. I, I don't know why I watched that last night. Anyway. So, Marlene catches him as he's on his way out with Ellie in his arms and tries to convince that this is the right thing to do. Ellie must die. It's not too late, she says. It looks like Joel is almost accepting it, but then cuts to him driving in the car. Mm. Now, question to you. First of all, I love the symbolism, how he had... Ellie in the arms. Yeah. Sarah's in the arms. This is my daughter. Yeah. And I can do something about this now. I couldn't with Sarah. Yeah. She was dead. I can do something about this. Did you know, again, you've played the game recently, so you've got a bit of a step up on me, mm. but did you know at this point what he had done? Because it cuts. You don't see what happens. So Marlene, oh, of course, yeah. So Marlene is saying her stuff. He sort of looks at Ellie, then looks up and it looks like he's gonna go yeah you're right yeah and then it cuts to the car and then he's telling ellie that you know it's a fabric it's about you know the fire the fireflies were attacked by raiders yeah we barely got out of there alive marlene unfortunately is dead what did you think at this point did yeah. you do you I, remember I, yeah because i remember yeah. but I, I if i didn't i would have thought there's only one way out either he does or she does well yeah marlene you know as you just said a minute ago we know what marlene's about she's not going to change her mind yeah um, so yeah, uh, and then it cuts back, and he sneakily shoots at her through her robe, Ellie's yeah, robe. I think some cowboy move. <laughs> Don't know where that come from, uh, Mandalorian probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, mm. A completely fabricated lie. He, he's just so evil in this episode. Like yeah, yeah. again, it's brilliant. I'm, I'm not saying he's not doing. I understand what he's doing, but he's even lied because Ellie would have give her life for that. Yeah, she would have. So he's being. Re- really selfish as well as just murdering all these people um but yeah as they get closer to tommy's settlement ellie who clearly suspects that joel is lying to her about what happened in salt lake city doesn't want to believe she could have helped end cordyceps but was spared against her will she then says swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies is true joel then swears ellie wants to believe him but you can absolutely tell she does not yep and that will obviously come up, I assume, at the start of season two. Uh, and she says the one word, which ends the season one finale. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's the run through. Connor, just first of all, before we talk about seasons ratings, um, what about the runtime for this? Uh, Did you feel it? This episode could have been longer. Mm. I think. I think it was. Didn't feel rushed. Forty-three minutes, by the way, for people. It's forty-three minutes. Takeaway. It's probably around about thirty-seven minutes. Yeah. I don't think it was rushed. I think the the times were perfect. I think we could have saw a bit more. Maybe we could have got to the. Maybe something could have happened in the building yeah. when they're scanning up. Yeah, loads of things could have happened. I think I completely agree with that. Um, it still had it still packed the punch with the emotion yeah. and an amazing action scene. Left it in a good place for season two, just like it does in uh, Last of Us Part One, the game. But I do agree with Connor. I think I th- I did feel the fact that it was quite a weirdly paced finale, but. Yeah. It's fine. I thought it delivered uh, on some fronts. So now I want to come to you for season rating. Mm, I'm, I'm torn. Are you really? I think I've got mine. I think I've yeah. got it. I think I'm between two. I'm, I think I'm even 8.5 or a 9. Okay. Well, this is really high. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, Great I th- series. I think I'm going to go 8.5. Okay. I'll tell you why. Because my, all, almost all episodes were fantastic. Really good. Needed more infected. Didn't get enough of that at all. There was a few episodes in there 
where you knew there was budget restrictions. Yes. And we just couldn't, they couldn't do anything. So I had to, it's kind of filler episodes. Yeah. Still good though. But I feel like this just left us wanting more. 100% agree. I feel like some of the episodes were carried by brilliant writing and brilliant acting performances. But yeah. when you actually strip it back and look at the season as a whole, they missed out on things like you say, the, the sewage episode, uh, yeah. episode five. Although we got an amazing bit at the end of episode five, which is probably one of the best things with the bloater, there was a big bit of the game missed with, you know, the sewage tunnels and infected. I'm not even saying you have to copy the game because I'm not, a, I'm not I'm watching this series because of the game. I'm watching this series because I love post-apocalyptic stuff yeah. and I love TV and I love Petty, Petty Pascal. Petty P. <laughs> Petty P, Daddy V. <laughs> so it's all had a lot going for it, but I do agree exactly with that. I think the infected really, really were missed from this. And I'll be honest, looking back, is it a little, little bit pissed off about it? Yeah, I am. Because I feel like it could have been a lot better. And that's why I've been a little bit harsher with mine. I've Ooh. gone eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. And it, if they would have made this a really fleshed out a post-apocalyptic world, which I don't think they did, then I feel like it could have been higher. But the series was not carried. The series was nailed by insane performances yep. and brilliant, brilliant writing. Yeah. So yeah, I give it an eight point ten. It's like they've taken the emotional parts of the game and done them to a T. Yes, they've looked at the big bits with the infected of the games and gone a bit too difficult. That let's yeah. just do this where there's only one. There's a bit of a cop out for a HBO <laughs> series. It's a bit of a cop out. Best example. We'll leave it on that. Best example to back up Connor there. Episode seven. No, episode seven. Yeah, with the flashback to Riley and Ellie. Yeah, how they got bit. Really lame, that brilliant, amazing set of the mall and one bloody clicker. Yeah, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Yeah. Anyway, brilliant series. Can't wait for season two. Yep. That is going to be one of the most controversial seasons ever on TV. What will they do? We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Maybe we'll do something else on another day where we can talk a bit more into spoilers once things are, are out there. But for now, that just end it with that. It's going to be in a very, very controversial season too. Yeah. Now, it's time to move on to the 95th Academy Awards. Connor T, just to let you know, we're not going to go through the, you know, every single one. People are thinking, oh, come on. Yeah. I promise you, we're going through the big hitters, the dubs, the snubs, and the moments. Go. We'll be quick. So, Jimmy Kimmel hosted it. I didn't watch it. Brad watched it. I did watch it. Was it good? Uh, um, fair play to him because the bar was so low after last year with the three ladies <laughs> nothing against women he was on the floor <laughs> it was so shit yeah. last year um, he'd done one too many Will Smith slap jokes he'd done the old which happens I've been watching it sort of for many many years he'd done the old walking into the audience and trying to do jokes with the audience they're not interested yeah. they, they're there for a reason and then they're leaving yep. don't go into the audience anyway but he was alright yeah good well I say it was alright Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm going to call it everything going forward because there's a mouthful. Everything is now the name, yeah. yeah. Um, that absolutely cleaned up. Yes. Um, so everyone expected it to do well, um, but it, it walked away with seven. I didn't expect that. Seven and Oscars. Not even like little ones, big, big categories. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll go through the categories shortly, um, but All Quiet on the Western Front walked away with four Oscars. Not bad. Expected yeah. to do well. Yeah. Um, the Wow, two. Top Gun got one. Yay! That was a nod to Mr. Cruz. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, Black Panther walked away with one. Good stuff. Um, Avatar walked away with one. Elvis walked away with none. That that seems. I mean, you was a big fan of the movie as well. Big fan. From cost. You're saying what costume design? I know. To be fair, Black Panther I think won that one, which is amazing. Yeah. But I mean, when you think of costume design, hair and makeup, um, sound, 
you know, song uh, yeah, be best actor. Yeah. How could it not get one? Elvis was brilliant. Yeah, that is a that's a big shot. No, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, they've been hard done by, but here we go. Let's uh, let's move in to the categories. Yeah. Um. So best animated feature. Um. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Still haven't seen that, but that one. I don't like stop motion. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't watch. That. He seems like a lovely, big, gentle, bubbly man. But yeah, yeah. Um. But we're gonna go to the big two. Okay. Oh. Um. So we're going with the biggest snub of the night, possibly. Um, best Supporting Actress. Definitely the biggest number. Yeah. So just a reminder who was up for this award. Um, Angela Bassett for Black Panther. Um, Hong Chow, The Wow. Kerry Condon, The Banshees, Vintrin. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything. Um, and Stephanie Sue, Everything um, as well. Yeah. Um, everyone expected Angela Bassett to win this. We did. I think we said it. Yeah. I think I actually said this opening closed. Yeah. Yeah. She word for word. She didn't win it. Uh, so Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> walked away with that, that thing. Well, in my opinion, I think Stephanie Sue was was better. Completely than agree with that. Yeah. That's the issue. Um, it's kicking off loads of debates, but I agree with Connor. The thing that makes it a bit sticky here, Jamie Lee Curtis is a you know an icon of of Hollywood. We get that, yeah. But and she was really good in everything, yeah. But there was someone even better in that category in that movie, yeah. Stephanie. So I don't understand. It was it could only have been a two horse race between Stephanie and Angela. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes across quite bad. Yeah. Because it looks like it was a, let's give Jamie her Oscar. Yeah, you can't do these nods. And I think, again, Top Gun probably got a little bit of a nod yep. talking about an Oscar. Sound. Yeah, no, that's, oh. <laughs> I mean, some cracking jet noises, but yeah, yeah. Not, not. I think that was a nod, like you say. You can't do that. It's, it's got to be based on performance. Yeah. And Angela Bassett did not let her feelings, <laughs> did not hide her feelings. She was pissed off. Yeah, look, people are sort of, again, people are talking about this, but... As I said to someone on our Twitter, people are human. Yeah. If you're expecting something, which is the highlight of their career, and it goes another way, you can be human for a few seconds. Yeah. If you lose a Super Bowl yeah. or if you lose the FA Cup, you're going to be pissed off. Exactly that. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I, I've seen pictures of her sitting down. I, I think she, I'm sure she stood up. So, I, if yeah. she didn't, I can then yet yeah, fair enough. If she didn't stand up and clap when everyone stood up and clapped, then you've got a point. That's a bit muggy yeah but i think she i just i think she did and people have, have anyway i'm not saying i'm just defending angela bassett because they were all brilliant yeah but it just didn't make sense for me and that was a big snub yeah. uh did you see michael b jordan no i didn't michael b jordan and jonathan majors come out to present a award about a few minutes after that uh when i spotted it straight away they come out and michael jordan goes um hey auntie and then john uh, jonathan majors goes we love you and then ends it there it's just a little you know, yeah. to comfort her, probably. You should yeah. have won. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was probably the biggest shot. You know, it's early on in the night as well, so Very. we're in for a bumpy ride. Um, but we're not in for a bumpy <laughs> ride. It was a lovely night. It was a lovely night. Um, the next biggest one, um, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, so after this, Brendan Gleeson, um, Brian Tari, Henry, Jude Hirsch, Barry, um, is it Keon? Keon, Keon yeah. Um, and Ki Hui Kwan. Yeah. And everything. He walked away with the, with the golden statue. It was one of the most emotional... It was very emotional, his speech. He's yeah. done it before, obviously, in, in the in the lead-up to the Oscars. He's won, you know, Golden Globe, etc. Yeah, brilliant. And the man, to, the man to um, present him with the award? No, he didn't present him. He'd done him Best Picture, which yeah. we'll get on we'll to. Get that, yeah. That's why he was on stage. Um, but, yeah, he, I think he ran up to Steven Spielberg after this yeah. in, on a commercial break and hugged. Look, it was just really, really... He was talking about how he'd, he was going to give up. Yeah. Um, he, was in, he was in Raiders... No, Temple of Doom 40 years ago. That hasn't really worked. Um, yeah. Thought about giving up, etc. Multiple times. Gets this gig, and now he's an Oscar winner. 
Yeah. And he was an immigrant and he just he was just talking about that and he, it's just brilliant. Brilliant it's story. Story as well. And he said, Mum, I won yeah. an Oscar. That was really that good. That was really cool, I mean, man. Like um, now for the biggest of the night, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Let me get to it. Um, obviously, he's the best actor. Yeah. Um, so up for this award. It's so out of order. I don't know I've done this. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, so up for best actor, Austin Butler, yep. Elvis, Colin Farrell, Banshees, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Paul Mescal, Arthur Sun, and Bill Nighy Living. Now, I think this was probably tips for Austin Butler. Definitely was. Yeah, all the trades were reporting it as well. As we, uh, we even said that we think it's going to be Austin. Yeah. Um, just because it's, you know, Holly, it's Hollywood. So yeah. you think Elvis is more likely to be more buzz around that. Yeah. And it was a fantastic performance as well. It was absolutely brilliant. I think those two deserved it. Austin Butler or Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Those two probably deserved it out the most. The others were brilliant. I loved Colin Farrell in Banshees. But it was just good performances. These were outstanding, these yeah. two. And the winner was our boy, Brendan Fraser. I was so happy. Yeah, he just looked shell-shocked. He was crying. Yeah, uh, yeah brilliant. He didn't know what to say. Just fantastic moment for him. Yeah, his speech was nice as well. Yeah. He was saying that like, I've been through dark yeah. times. It was a bit muddled. I think some people didn't realise what he was saying when he was saying, like, the well and being in this category with you gentlemen he was talking about everyone else yes. in the category yeah I think people might have thought he was talking about the film and whatnot, but yeah he was just he was he was shocked you didn't expect to be there and you would be yeah. come on yeah. well done Brendan yeah good boy um, best actress uh, winner was Michelle Yeoh yeah fantastic everything. another one from everything um, yeah. she I mean I've, everyone's a fan of Michelle how can you not be yeah uh, just Again, brilliant speech. She was talking about don't let anyone tell you're past your prime. Yeah. She thought she'd never get anything like this. She's done Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She was in James Bond. Yeah. So you'd think probably her days were, were past her, but they're not, and she's now an Oscar winner. Yeah, and this is the second woman of, woman of colour to win this category. Brilliant since, stuff. Um, Halle Berry. Yes. Good, I, good fact. I think there was a really funny meme uh, because Jessica Chastain was on stage, and I think it was the first black lady handing the Oscar to the first... Um, Asian lady to win Best Actress, standing next to a ginger that the only ginger that's won Best <laughs> Actress. But uh, yeah, they're yeah. all Best Actresses yeah. now. So brilliant Good. stuff, uh, brilliant. Um, and the big one, Best Picture. Um, just reminded was loads of this: All Quiet, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, everything, Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Triangles of Sadness, and Woman Talking. Which Brad has watched all of them. I have. Yes, that's a good effort. Uh, caveat: only half of. It. Uh, all quiet on the western front that's fair L- i love the idea german perspective world war get it just couldn't i found it. it tricky yeah couldn't yeah. do it um but the winner was everything well deserved winner I, I think so i remember when i watched this film i was like this film is fucking cool <laughs> this is really cool and it's different it's original love i just thought it's absolutely brilliant yeah, yeah. I, just, I loved it um best director everything everywhere obviously. yeah the, the uh, daniel, daniel guys yeah the two dan's well done, Danny's. Uh, <laughs> well done, Danny's. <laughs> Brilliant uh, stuff. Best editing, everything as well. Yeah. Um, best sound, Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. As we mentioned. Um, yeah, I think that is. I can't think of any of the other big ones. Yeah, I think we're probably there. But yeah, it was a, it was a night of surprises. It night was. of snubs. Um, emo- it was an emotional night. I'd like to say one of my favourite things of the night was RRR doing the Natu Natu dance. I didn't see it's that. It's so good. You know, you know about the RRR film, didn't you? No. What? I don't know about this. Where have you been? What is this? I it's think... an Indian. It's a Bollywood movie. I do. I have. You know, yeah. with the yeah, tiger. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like insane. It's all yes. about anyway. And there's a famous ja- dance called the Natu Natu, yeah. where they just like going mental. 
and they'd done it on stage. It was really, mm-hmm. really, it was actually brilliant. Uh, anyway, that was probably my favourite part. Oh, nice. I believe it. A good but year. Yeah. A nice calm year. Yeah. And like Connor said a minute ago, it was a really, it's on our Twitter. We tweeted it today at Weekly Cut. Really cool embrace between Harrison Ford, who presented Best Picture, and Key. We'll call him Key. He's a lovely lad. Yeah. Um, and they had this hug, and we posted a picture from them on Temple of Doom, 40 years apart. Just a great story. Really cool. Really good story. Yeah. Uh, but another night at the Oscars, and it was better than last year, so that's all you can hope for. Yep. On to next year. On to next year. Uh, that brings us on to screens, my man. Tell me! Tell me, Connor. What have I watched? What have I watched? Mando, obviously. Yep. Good ep. Good ep. It's, I mean, can you clear something up for me just quickly? We won't, this isn't a breakdown, I'm sorry. Mm. When he stepped into the waters of the, in the mines, yeah. was he dragged down or was he just really heavy? I thought he was dragged down. <laughs> but I can't work it out because that thing that we saw looked really friendly. But exactly my thing. Uh, I don't know what went on there because she was in a jetpack and couldn't catch him. Why is he sinking so fast? Yeah. I thought he was, I don't know. I just, people were saying he was dragged down on Twitter and I was like, what did I, I went back and watched it. I was like, I've completely misinterpreted that. Yeah, I didn't see anything pull him. That's no. the thing. And it it's also weird. a bit weird that, I mean, Bogusan's such a cool character. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff, just brilliant. But um, yeah, he was a bit of a bitch in this one, Mando. He kept yeah. getting saved. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's fine. Katie's, you know, uh, it's all about them two in this, so I, I get it. Petro kind of two daddy moments. <laughs> you can't have so much daddy. One a week. But yeah, brilliant. Can't yeah. wait for episode three. Uh, what else have I watched? Uh, I watched, uh, it's, it's Pedro Mad. It's Pedro Mania. Yeah. So I watched the hot ones. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you told me to watch it. Yeah. I watched it. It's so cool. So good. Yeah. I like the bit at the end where they go, right, look into the camera and tell, tell them what's going on. Yeah. And he goes, um, well, I'm going to go to the museum later if I don't shit myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He looks at the other camera behind him. Yeah, and it yeah. Went, oh, it's just so funny. Yeah. Cool. I love hot ones. Brilliant. Yeah, what else I watch? I think that's that's it. Oh, well. Yeah. Here's something you need to watch. Luther. Yes, I need to watch that. That was, yeah. I was very surprised. Very good. I think they'll continue doing this. Yeah. London was just shot perfectly. It's a perfect city for a dark, gritty crime thriller. Yeah. Um, and I think it's left out. The door's open. I'm not saying if we're with Luther, I'm not spoiling, but the door's open to do another sort of really horrible case Ooh. and just do that because Andy Serkis was one of the most horrifying villains I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you you and Luke have said that. It's like, I can't, you wouldn't believe me the stuff I tell you he was doing. Oh, I've got to watch it. Horrendous. Watch it tonight. Uh, yeah, really good. Uh, the only other thing, Picard season three, another strong outing. It's just yeah. a really, really good show. It's, as we've said, Star Trek seems to be back in terms of um, their series at the minute because with Strange Worlds and this, really good. And it's the next-gen cast. Like, I'm shocked every week they all show up. Yeah. So weird. Uh, and uh, lastly, Finding Michael. Okay. Do you know about that? I've heard that. It's uh, Spencer Matthews for, for American. Oh, yes. He's a reality star. Um, and his brother was the youngest Briton to climb Mount Everest and get to the summit. But he was never... He died. Well, he was left up there because of an avalanche or something. Mm. Um, and was body wouldn't recovered from 20 years or 23 three years so then on like a search to go and find him um i will leave it at that but it was quite a cool documentary i remember watch it yeah why yeah. would you go on everest yeah leave it just look at your pictures i think they said something like seven people a year die i don't understand there's no point i'm not climbing that mountain no thank you and paying 60 grand or whatever it is yeah just look at it from afar <laughs> yeah that'll do. that'll do uh that's it and time for box of scraps box of scraps Okay, I've got one scrap. I'll throw it here. Batman Capes Crusader. A lot of people like myself have been waiting for this. It's the animated series with Matt Reeves about a dark sort of Batman. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery had it, but then Big Zaslav come in and said, we need to sell it, make some dough. Now Amazon come in two seasons. They're not saying no to a Matt Reeves animated Batman dark yep. series. 
They've got it. Can't wait. Fantastic. Any scraps? No scraps. No scraps. No That's scraps. the show. We're going to get under an hour. Uh, yeah, here yeah. we go. So next week. What is next week? It's Shazam. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing it's good, but the marketing's been bad. I think it's going to get buried with John Wick and Creed either side and stuff like that. Shame. It is a shame, but we're going to tell you if it's good or not and whether you should go and see it. I recommend from the Weekly Cut. Yeah. Uh, we'll have loads, all the trailers, all the news. We'll have uh, Mando's episode three, maybe do a breakdown on that. We'll see how good that episode is. No more last of us, unfortunately. Yeah. But we're coming up to a stacked one because John Wick is around the corner. Dungeons and Dragons, Super Mario Bros. is starting to kick off this year. Right. So thank you for listening. Leave your reviews. Tell your friends. We love it. We're geeks. Just come and say hello. Connor. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having us in your ears. <laughs>